Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies, and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. This is a special episode. Uh, We were just doing some math. We were just looking at the calendar. And where do we begin? Well, If anyone has been with me from the start, you'll remember in my first season, I don't know why, I just enjoyed talking to other Stephanies, (laughs) and we have another Steph, but she doesn't add to the Steph collection. She is a repeater, yay. Mm, I, I just like to keep everybody close, and so I was just telling Steph Pinsley that her episode we spoke she was episode number 32 and here we find ourselves on episode number 132 yeah and again almost two years to the date in 2021 when you first heard her voice come over and we can catch up because things are changing things are changing so quickly just to refresh everyone's memory I definitely say go back listen to episode 32, get the whole gist of where she's been, and more importantly, where she's going. But Steph is personal branding, marketing mindset. You've heard it a million times, but it's so important. Great time of year, because everybody's thinking about either what you have achieved, what you want to start, maybe the rhyme and reason why you can or why you can't. We're here to change all of that. Mm. You know, the world is definitely your oyster. Permission slips are granted. And this career pivot coach is going to talk about her new course, which is called Path to Purpose. And I'm going to say that again, because (laughs) we need to put the word purpose in our vocabulary. We are all here for a purpose. So she offers a course called Path to Purpose. So let's catch up. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. (laughs) First of all, I need to congratulate you on your consistency. The fact that you went, I love that we started at 32 because that was Mm -hmm. like, still, Mm -hmm. you had a good chunk done, but now 132, that's so significant. And that takes a lot of discipline. And I have so much respect for you for that. So let me just take a moment to congratulate you because that's a huge accomplishment. I've always dreamt about having my own podcast, but 
kept putting it on the back burner. But yeah, let's catch up. What is new? I mean, the last what is new. What isn't new? Actually, <laughs> no, that's not even it. I think my life has actually been a little bit monotonous up until recently. It kind mm-hmm. of felt like I was going through the same motions. And actually, it kind of leads me to why I've changed so much. Because when we spoke, I was a marketing coach. Mm-hmm. We spoke marketing, we spoke branding. And I've really made a significant pivot. And now I am a career coach, but my focus, like you had said, is personal branding, mindset. And, you know, there's a little bit of marketing in there, but I really have moved away from it because marketing, as much as I love and loved marketing, you know, I did marketing for eight years before Mm -hmm. I even started working as a product marketing manager at Google. So I have a lot of experience and I loved it for so long and it was something that really gave me a lot of fulfillment, but we are always evolving. I think Mm -hmm. that's something that people need to be okay with is just because you've done something for a really long time. For me, it was marketing. For you, it might be, I don't know, law. Doesn't mean you have to stick with that if it's no longer resonating with you. Because what Mm -hmm. happened with me was, you know, I think about six months after we had our chat, maybe a little bit later, I started to feel like I was hitting a wall. Let me tell a little bit of my backstory, just so people mm-hmm. yep, that let's don't remind watch. everybody. Yes. Yeah. So I got my first job out of college as a product marketing manager at Google. This was my dream job. It was, you know, the pinnacle of an entry level marketing role, and I, you know, I was concentrating in that at college, and so it was, you know, a dream. I loved it for a really long time, and then eventually, similar to what I experienced uh, about a year ago. I hit a wall. I started feeling very burnt out. I wasn't excited by the work. It didn't fulfill me. It wasn't lighting me up. And I didn't understand why, but I tried to ignore it for as long as possible. Just keep powering through, trying to gaslight myself into just being grateful for this job because everyone and their mother was saying, Steph, you'll never get anything better. Don't even Mm -hmm. think about leaving when I started pitching the idea to some of my close family Mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. And I listened to them until, you know, I hit a wall. I got so burnt out from ignoring my inner voice, from doing work that was deeply unfulfilling. My mental and physical health were at an all-time low. This really was a forced pause for me because I am an Enneagram 3. I don't know if you know your Enneagram, Mm -hmm. but I think that's the competitive achiever. And Mm -hmm. one of the traits that I saw when I did this back at Google was you will get caught by surprise by burnout because you don't really have... Sometimes you just are so focused on the hustle and grind that you lose that awareness. So I take my leave of absence and I started to build a personal brand on TikTok because A, I saw an opportunity there. This was the golden age of TikTok. I'm talking like mid 2020 when people are back at home for the pandemic, glued to their phones. So I started creating content because I also wanted a creative you know, avenue. I didn't feel like I could make that impact or have the autonomy at Google. So I started posting, grew an audience started getting messages from small business owners, really validating that I was having an influence on them. And it was very fulfilling, which was not something I had felt as a marketer at Google. Ultimately, what happened after I grew my personal brand enough, I attracted opportunities, I attracted leads. I ended up in February of 2021, quitting my job at Google, using that platform, this audience that I had grown and nurtured and warmed up over about six months, use that to launch my first marketing coaching business. And so we had our chat December 2021, I believe. So a little mm-hmm. bit, almost a year, not quite into my sort of entrepreneurial journey. So that was kind of the backstory. I start marketing coaching, but now let me rewind to what I was talking about earlier. About a year ago, I started feeling 
unfulfilled. I built marketing products, didn't want to promote them or, you know, talk about them. That's a problem. That's, Mm. I think that's a big red flag. You were undercover. I was undercover. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you're not excited about what you are creating and building, then number one, no one else is going to be excited by it. But number two, that's a big red flag. So again, take a huge step back. I'm like, this is a red flag. I was just hitting wall after wall after wall. And eventually I saw that my path was evolving as I was evolving. And I came to realize that helping people get unstuck in their careers was really the thing that I wanted to pursue. Why that is, we can talk about that if you want, but that really is, I think, the long and short of it. But you know, it's been a journey. I've, it's been challenging. It's been very difficult, but I think I'm finally coming out on the other side of it and feeling very, very confident about where I'm headed and so excited for the launch of Path to Purpose in early 2024. So yes. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming your way fast and soon. So you're still very young. The fact that you have made two very important career changes One, when you weren't quite in tune, and I think your body finally got your attention. And then Mm -hmm. it was, you know, part and parcel with, oh, let's let's schedule that with that pandemic and that will work (laughs) out fine. Then then she can stop. But then I think because you gave yourself, and I'm going to say permission throughout this thing, I'm so on a permission slip (laughs) crusade that people need to hear. It's instead of just powering through being miserable, which again, slowly but surely it, you know, it eats away at you literally from the inside out. Yeah. You know, you're good to no one starting with especially yourself. So it's okay to pivot and it's okay to rebrand. I know we had spoken in between about the whole rebranding and you're just growing and what, you know, lights your fire now in 2024, and this is going to be great. But then if, you know, we God willing, you know, in two more years, it could be something again, totally another different path that Mm -hmm. became available, really spoke to you. And that's what life is, is just stay curious and try. Why not try? Because if you didn't, you would be like, I wonder if, if only. Yeah. I always tell people, if you're one of those people that has big dreams, but you are blocked by your fears, which we all are to some degree, then, you know, one exercise I like to use in those moments is imagine yourself two years down the road, five, 10, end of your life. Mm. Think about you having not started this thing really sit in the feeling of regret and remorse and imagine what it would feel like if you are now looking back on your life at this moment, 10 years from now, just in the same position, not having changed, not having taken that action because you were too afraid. What do you think is going to feel worse? That long-term feeling of regret and remorse or that short-term discomfort of facing your fear and doing it? And so I'm the biggest champion of people breaking down their fears. That's why it's one of the main components of what I coach on because it is so important. It's so, it's something that blocks so many of us. And recently I've been speaking a lot about our subconscious. And this is something I'm really passionate about. Another thing I am coaching on because I don't think enough people know this and it's really important. 95% of our day is run by our subconscious mind. Essentially 95% of the day we're on autopilot and our subconscious is built out of the beliefs 
and these narratives that we picked up mostly from the age of birth to seven. Just by observing the people around us, by the experiences we had, that means 95% of your day is run by almost, if you think about it, the people and experiences of your past, whatever stuff they projected onto you. And guess what? Usually it's pretty disempowering and negative because a lot of us hold a lot of scarcity mindsets and limiting beliefs and fears. And without knowing it, especially parents will project that onto their kids just because they're trying to protect them. And so if we don't understand these different limiting beliefs and narratives that are in our subconscious, how are we going to move towards our goals? If only 5% of our day, we're actually acting consciously towards that, Mm. we're not going to make progress. So it's so essential that we do the shadow work and the work to bring these limiting beliefs and fears to the surface. We can say, okay, number one, where did this come from? That's the biggest question. What event happened in the past? What, you know, experience do you have with a parent or a teacher? Where did this stem from? And then is this true or not? Most likely it's not. Should this be having a, such a weight on your decisions and your actions? Because whether you realize it or not, you probably are acting from that wound. And one way to recognize that is as well, you know, the next time you find yourself in a negative emotion, maybe you're feeling anxiety or irritation, try to catch yourself and say, okay, where is this feeling coming from? What's the root of this? Try to find that. And then we can use different subconscious reprogramming techniques like meditation, visualization, journaling, affirmations, all sorts of things to then reprogram. And that takes something called metacognition, which is watching your thoughts, position yourself as the watcher. So we are Mm. not our thoughts. Take yourself out of the position of you and your brain. I know it's so easy to get so caught up in our brain and thoughts and think we are our thoughts, but you're not. So position yourself as the watcher. Just You could even try it right now. Just sit and pretend you're waiting for a thought to come. Just see, what does your brain think of? Now you're taking a position out of your mind. Once we do that, now we can become aware of the different thought patterns and we could start to intercept them. And in that you know moment, redirect, which isn't easy, but it's a muscle that we can work with practice. All right. I've heard a lot of things. So now I'm going to ask you, you spilled Enneagram, you spilled human design, you spilled a lot of I hear ADHD for you. No, no, no. But I'm right there with you. I'm on the same ride. But I hear uh, Byron Katie. I hear Dr. Joe Dispenza. I hear a lot of who have you been, I'll say, learning from. I'm just really curious because these are some names that the person who is before me right now, I have to tell you, your growth is off the charts. Oh, thank you. Off the charts. Yes. Because I mean, just I'm like, this girl's been working. She's doing the work. She's not only doing the work, but she's learning it. She brought it in. She processed it. It makes sense to her. And and I'm hearing the preach and I'm like, you go. So who have you been learning from? You mentioned one of them, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. his work. I love the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. That's a wonderful tool to reprogram your subconscious Mm -hmm. through mostly meditation. The other person is Eckhart Tolle. I Mm -hmm. love Eckhart Tolle and Mel Robbins. But one book that changed my life, and I'm rereading it now, I recommend it to everyone, is The Power of Now. Have you ever read that book? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Such a a wonderful book. A long time ago. And... It's funny because a lot of the self-development books, the ones that 
you know, you'll take it in the first time around and it depends on where you are in your journey. Like, I'm like, hmm, did I get some of it? Did anything penetrate? I'm not sure. But then as you sharpen your muscle, as you say, because it is, it's a muscle. And as you start just doing your routines and being more aware, then when you go back, it really resonates. And then it really like shouts at you. It speaks so differently. That happened with, do I want to say Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, the book of magic, the big book of magic. I forget. It's a great story that she wrote of just, wouldn't it be nice? Think big. Our dreams are not big enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, I probably didn't say the title right. I'll get it right before the end. But yeah, no, it's, I, you know, when I went back to read it again, I knew the story, but everything just took on a different meaning. It's so true. I really don't think the power of now fully res, I mean, it it did, it did really resonate with me a, a bit at first, but a lot of it didn't stick. Like what you're saying, I think it did for the immediate term, but rereading it, and I'm not done rereading it, is really reinforcing a lot of the concepts. Mm -hmm. So if you're someone that struggles with anxiety, depression, overthinking, ADHD, it's a wonderful book because the whole premise is you learn, number one, the power of now, the name of the book, but the immense sort of like impact it has when you bring yourself, you ground yourself into the present moment. And you're able to get out of this overthinking mind because our minds are what keep us trapped. Our yep. minds get us in such shit. It really is is something that we have to learn how to conquer in order to be successful. And that's one of the main tools that I've used over and I, I continue to fall back on. Like whenever I'm really feeling overwhelmed or anxious, I take a deep breath and I really try to sit in my body and like feel whatever is on my body, see the different colors or the lights or what am I hearing? So whatever can bring you into the present moment, it's going to have a huge impact. So really recommend that book. So you have this growth spurt, you do, you redirect, which I guess I know was not an easy decision. And then of course, you know, questioning yourself along the way. But (laughs) again, at some point, you're not going to know how deep the water is until you walk through it. It, You're just not going to know. Does it just stay up to my knees? Is it up to my waist? How far can I go? I can sit at the edge and think about and speculate, or I could see how freaking deep the water really is. And nine times out of 10, you got to try it all because, you know, the worst case is, oh, you know what? Wow, that wasn't for you. Oof. And I and it always makes a great story. It always makes a great story. Yeah. But if it's if it's, you know, the right fit for you at that time. Oh, come on. It's hard to make a pivot. It really is because our identities get so attached to the past version of ourselves. My mm-hmm. identity was the marketing girl. That was my value, mm-hmm. my achievements. That's what gave me a sense of worth. That really can be a hard leap to make because we have to rediscover our self-worth without that. And I'll be honest with you, a really big component of my ability to pivot and make this discovery was a lot of spiritual awakening, spirituality, connecting with my spirit team. And I'm a tarot reader. I'm constantly channeling. Like that's something that's been a big change since you've seen me. And so getting just messages straight from my higher self has been one of the biggest reasons I pivoted. And I know some people are not, that's not going to resonate with that. It's okay. 
But if it does, I highly recommend you do some work to meditate and connect with your higher self or your spirit team or whatever you believe in. Doesn't doesn't matter what you label it, but a higher power of some sort. What is the essence of what they want you to do? And the funny thing for me is the same themes kept coming up again and again. And my mm. I got messages about me needing to help people get unstuck when I was still stuck myself at Google and I didn't understand. I'm like, there's no way that's my path. I think I had to get stuck multiple times and pull myself out. How else am I going to coach someone through it if I haven't been through the muck of it all? But if you're feeling a pull towards something else, number one, if you're not sure that direction is, I really need to plug my new ebook, The Career Pivot Playbook. It's free. And mm -hmm. getting such great feedback from people because it is going to go through all of the self-discovery work you need to do to figure out, number one, what is missing about your career right now? And then what is aligned for you? So what are your values? What are your strengths? What are your passions? And we have to start building a picture of all of this that we can then see what is our best path. And so this ebook sort of walks you through all of this different work so you can figure out what is your most aligned path and really connect your intuition with your logic. So the self-discovery work is where we get the logic piece. The intuition is what comes through these dream career visioning exercises. And where we overlap is really the sweet spot of where we want to sort of go. So I call that our career target. So if you want help doing that, highly recommend. I'll send it to you. But ultimately, you just have to understand Number one, it's okay for your interests and passions and purpose to change. Don't hold it against yourself. Just don't stay past the expiration date because that's what I did for so long. And I just stayed stuck. And you know what? I think I had to be in that period for a while. So maybe I think everything happens as it should, but give yourself grace and be willing to rediscover more about yourself so you can refine your path if needed. So beautifully said, by the way, along comes the birth of path to purpose. And what was your idea? Like, I need to mm -hmm. create this to help people who are, stuck. are pivoting, are stuck. We have so much information just shooting in our face like a fire hose. And yeah. it's too much. It's, it it's just too much because this opportunity, you should do this, you should do this, the, the latest, the greatest, the this, the that, the trend. The, and then when you look behind you and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, mm, I've got this house, I've got this family, I might have a couple of kids or whatever it is, let me stay stuck because mm -hmm. this is safe. And I don't want to, as creative as I know I am, the belief in oneself, it's hard to find. So it sounds like that ebook is a good, again, place, get, get your start. feet wet. Yep. Walk, yeah. walk right in there. But talk to us about the course. What yes. are we going to find in Path to Purpose? Path to Purpose is a very holistic program that is very mm -hmm. unlike other programs because it combines, first of all, the elements of personal branding, because to get unstuck in our careers, we need three sort of keys. The first is confidence, self-belief, like you were mentioning. The second is clarity, understanding of where we need to go, what our best path is, these different fears and limiting beliefs that are keeping us stuck. Third is new soul-lined opportunities that can take us into new pathways in our career. And so the way that I teach that is, first of all, personal branding is one big element because 
it basically helps you to attract new opportunities because what we do by building our personal brands, we are adding value. We're creating a distinct professional identity that we are broadcasting to the world. And a lot of people misunderstand this. They think personal branding is only for influencers. You have to show up on social media all the time. They just don't think it's for them. But the reality is personal branding is for everyone, especially for people trying to make a career pivot because through our personal brands and through high value content creation and positioning ourselves as thought leaders, we start to build our influence, our impact, and we magnetize ourselves for key number three, these new opportunities. And this is really where the first sort of light bulb epiphany moment was for me. And this was back when I was stuck and I took that leave of absence. I didn't connect all the dots back then. But when I started getting all these opportunities, podcasts, clients, when I hadn't even launched anything yet, business partnerships, podcasts, media features, all these things. And that really was the first light bulb moment for me. And so personal branding, after coaching other people through it and seeing the impact it was having, not only just in helping them get new opportunities, but also helping them build clarity. This is another reason I love personal branding. And again, clarity is another element I teach through various self-discovery, but also through content creation, because content creation is almost like a vehicle to try on different career paths for size without actually pivoting. So as an example, if you are someone that's like, I think I want to maybe make a marketing business, or maybe I want to be a branding coach, or maybe I want to be a human design consultancy. I don't know what should I do. This is something I always recommend. Start building a personal brand and make those your three content pillars, marketing, branding, human design. When we do that, we start to see, is this resonating with me? Because we'll start creating content in each of these pillars. Is it exciting for you to talk about this topic? Okay, that's a great clue. Is it resonating with people? Are people DMing you? Are they asking questions? Is it leading to new opportunities? That starts cluing you into, is there market demand here? Is there real profitability and potential? And so that's another reason personal branding is a great way to gain clarity because now you're saying, okay, this path, as I'm sort of testing and iterating and using social media as a testing ground, I'm starting to see, oh, okay, this path is probably going to make me the most fulfilled. It's probably going to have the most opportunities. So that's one big element. And then we touched on it. One of the first elements of path to purpose is the mindset piece, reprogramming Mm -hmm. our conscious, doing the shadow work. And I wanted to find my, there's this journal I have, it's called the shadow work journal. Mm-hmm. I'm on Amazon. I really recommend it. It's a wonderful place to start if you want to start doing the mindset work, understand where you're being blocked by your unconscious. But yeah, working through the mindset piece is another key element, all the things we had spoken about. And ultimately, those are the three main components. There's a digital course, lifetime access. There's a year of community, which is the part I'm most excited about because we also have 12 weeks of group coaching and office hours, but the community is for the whole year. And mm-hmm. that thing I think people are going to get so much value out of because our career pivot journeys are very different and it may not take you just 12 months to change careers. For some people, it may. For some people, they may need longer time and more support. And so that community is going to be huge. And the community is also going to allow you to access these experts, expert guests across areas like branding and burnout and nervous system regulation and transitioning from nine to five to entrepreneurship, all these different things that are essential to getting unstuck. So yeah, this program, as you can tell, very passionate about it. There's a lot of different elements, but I really have designed it specifically for those people that are stuck, that are burnt out, that don't know where to go next through all these different elements. And I really cannot wait for our founding class. And yeah, let's let's call it January 
to February 2020. You heard it here. You heard it here. Okay. <laughs> she's putting it down. She's she said it out loud and then it'll it'll come. Yeah. And it what it'll be. You said earlier that you started out in marketing, but you know, you've pivoted here and pivoted there. But just from listening to that very good pitch of yours, you can't take the marketing out of the girl. So <laughs> What's what's nice and hopefully what people are starting to get is the amount of opportunity that is there. Nine to five, brick and mortar, that's fine. They're still definitely there. But social media and I'll say offering services, products, et cetera, online, digitally is crazy ridiculous of endless possibilities. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to touch on my favorite topic of AI. I'm not. Oh. It's how much easier. Oh, holy let's touch crap. on it. <laughs> like, it, I, love it's, I died and went to heaven. Yeah, oh, You know, once yeah. I was just like, what is this that they're even talking about? And I actually like beat my kids to AI. Yeah, they call me and be like, so what do you think a good prompt is? I'm like, huh, okay, I like it. Yeah, I just, I found it like in November. I had Got a GBT? lot of fun. Yeah, I mm-hmm. had a lot of fun. I just love the, here you go, here you go, here you go. I'm like, what is this? What is this now? <laughs> It's not perfect on no. any given thing, but it is so, it's just so like helpful. a wonderful brainstorming session mm-hmm. with, I, you know, I have um, a local mastermind group of like-minded women that we've been together for many, many years. And especially through COVID, which is how I started the podcast, because we challenge each other. And I talked about Mm -hmm. it, I talked about it. And then, you know, they threw it down. They're like, well, we want to see like your outline for the first three episodes. I'm like, "Hmm, hmm, okay, well, that'll be easy until it's not until I'm looking at a blank pad and or an empty computer screen. So the fact that it can be just so liberating of, listen, we, we resisted talking and asking Alexa questions and now houses are run by that bitch. So the opportunity is just so limitless. And go back to what I was saying, you need that permission slip. But everything that I also heard you say is work. Oh, yeah, it's work. (laughs) And it's not just work. Learn this. Memorize that. Like learn AI prompts. No, no, no. Because nothing started before it started with you. Mm -hmm. Take an action. And it's huge. I think that's something that people are so blocked by. And I mean, we should talk about chat GPT because I let's go and love it. I don't even know where to start with that tool. I use it all the time. It's my business partner. It's my therapist. It's my thought processor. I mean, I use mm-hmm. it for all these things. And look, it's certainly not perfect. I've recently been a little bit disappointed sometimes in GPT-4, which is the premium version, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend. It's so powerful. But sometimes I'm just like, come on, GPT, I had faith in you that you could handle this one. Well, I guess I'll shoot off a couple of tips for anyone that's starting with that wants to get started with ChatGPT. Just start talking to it like a person. You don't have to go in thinking I have to phrase this in the exact way a computer will understand. No, No, uses something called NLP, which is natural language processing. So you can use it like you're chatting or slacking with an assistant. 
So start asking it like, hey, maybe give it a little scenario like, hey, I'm a college student and well, who's your target audience usually? Who listens to Mm -hmm. this podcast? Is it like new business owners? It's usually, I'll just say, I'll go general as women. And then uh, they're definitely business owners a lot in the digital world. Let's say you're you're thinking about launching a podcast or mm-hmm. launching a digital product off of it. Like, let's pretend mm-hmm. we're we're coming from your perspective. Mm-hmm. You say, I'm a this business owner. This is what I focus on. This is what I'm passionate about. But you know, I'm trying to make more passive income in my business. Here's where I currently live online. Here's my community. Here's what you have to know about that. You could even say, "What information do you need from me mm-hmm. to help me brainstorm?" potential passive income products. And that's actually my favorite prompt for anything that you go to it with. You could start with, what information do you need from me to do X? Maybe it's Mm. to create a detailed content marketing plan or to hire the best nanny in the area. And then Mm it will basically say, okay, tell me this, that, this, that. And then you just respond with all that information and it gives you a wonderful answer. So you basically help working with it to create the best prompt. But yeah, I I would highly recommend people just start using it experiment, go back and forth with it, try that prompt. And also keep in mind that the knowledge cutoff, I think they just changed it to something like early 2022. So it's not perfect. Sometimes it'll give you an answer that you're like, where the hell did you come up with that? Are you Mm -hmm. on another planet? That's happened to me a few times. So keep that in mind. But yeah, if you want to just start, that's where I would begin. I second the motion. I challenge (laughs) everybody to do so. You don't think you need it. But again, if you are going to say, all right, 2024 is the year of me, 2024, here I come. Not sure as we all like, where do you start? Where do you begin? Again, path to purpose is going to lay it out for you. But still, it's not uh, here you go, like an MRR type core. It's still your work. That's important. I can't give everyone a, a one size fits all approach. Everyone's Mm -hmm. in a very different position. So I give you the frameworks that you apply to your experience, your career. And then we come together through, through office hours, through coaching, through the Facebook group to work through these answers and refine them. But that's something that some people I think may have confusion over. It's like, well, how are you going to help me in a group setting? Like, how how do I get something personalized? Mm -hmm. That's something I had to think about a lot to build it into the program because it's important. If I just were to hand everyone the same formula, it wouldn't work, obviously. And and also I will say in a group setting, you get a lot out of that. Like you're driving the bus, you are, and you might have the remote to the TV, but then others might have other suggestions of let's watch this one next. And then everybody learns from each other as well. And that builds, it starts with validation and obviously confidence, which anybody that seeks out a course or a coach, yes, you know, we think we have something, we're trying to definitely address the itch that that has been nagging at us, but nobody is a hundred percent like, all right, I know, like I know this is going to be it. And let me just finish this copy and I'll get it loaded up. And there we go. Mm-hmm. And there is so much angst. There is so much doubt along the way. And it's all part of the growth and the journey. Yeah. And this is something I always tell people because there is a lot of doubt. And when you want to start making change, 
One thing that you can't do is assume that you have the whole plan figured out first or that you have to have the whole plan figured out first Mm. mapped out. You certainly don't and you shouldn't because life happens and it's going to course correct to you as it should. You have to be willing to take messy and perfect action. Be willing to put yourself out there. Experiment. It's not a make or break if you try something that doesn't work. Don't make it mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about you other than, okay, this is not what I should be doing. It's a learning process. So please understand if you're trying to build confidence and clarity before starting to take action, you're never going to take any action because confidence and clarity are the results of action, not the prerequisites. You have to start taking that messy and perfect action and being willing to show up in a way that isn't exactly polished. And trust me, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I understand how difficult that is. But I've noticed in throughout my journey, I have not met one successful entrepreneur who's a perfectionist. They just, no. they're not. They're always no. willing to put on their lab coats and get mm-hmm. messy and experiment. You know what I mean? And kudos again to anyone that has put it out there and just keeps tweaking it, evolving, et cetera. The only difference, I press record. That's the only difference. I love that. Nothing special. Nothing, nothing special about me versus I hit record. That's the only thing. So just as you put out the courses and you know, I'm biting at the bit, but you created, you've got your funnel, you've got your colors, you've got your things. And I know the steps. I still have (laughs) to get all the ingredients in the bowl still. They're still sitting on the counter, but (laughs) it will happen. I love your metaphor. sure. (laughs) I swear to God, you've been cracking me up this episode with these metaphors. The thing I, that's something I've noticed recently with myself, the area where you feel you have the most resistance to, to starting to pressing record, to putting the ingredients in the mixing bowl, to reaching out. That's probably the thing you need to be doing. That's usually Mm -hmm. like the key to the Mm -hmm. manifestation. It's the area that you feel the most resistance to because subconsciously, you know, if I do this, I have a chance to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Not just fail, but there's the fear, right? Fear of success, which we spoke about, I remember. Yep. It's we a did. very valid fear. It's a fear I've had. It's a fear of being seen. It's a fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. It's a fear of mm-hmm. abandonment. It's all these wounds from our childhood and our early yeah. upbringing that really do have a big impact. One of the big lessons, obviously, besides give yourself the permission slip is Play as big as you want, God damn it. As big as you can. As big yeah. as you can. I say, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, so the path to purpose, is there a wait list that you have open yet on there it or is. what's going on? Yes, you can jump on the wait list. I'm going to have more of the elements of the program. The sales page will be up soon so you can learn more about it. But yes, I will send you the wait list. So appreciate your promoting this for me and your support. It means the world. And I I love that we've sort of been a part of each other's journey for, I guess, almost two years now. And I I love this mutual support. I should have known the Stephanie's would. would The the Stephanie's (laughs) don't fail, man. That's, That's first and foremost, but it is really, really cool. You know, and it's funny because, I mean, my first few episodes when I go back to listen to them and you just, and you cringe. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I didn't know what I was, I was just so excited that, oh my God, somebody like agreed to be on my podcast. What in the world is this? But as I meet these wonderful, interesting, successful, badass people, I'm like this, I just want like, 
We could be sitting on the couch. We could be, you know, across the table having coffee. I just want to know more. And it's wonderful to revisit. And it's like, now what is she doing? Oh, wow. That's really, really cool. Yeah. I'm so happy we did this because I feel like you are among my favorite podcast recordings I've done. And I've done a Uh, lot. I feel like we have such great conversations, but to your point about looking back and like cringing, I totally get that because I, trust me, I look back at my old videos when I first started my brand or my first YouTube videos for Project Unstuck, Mm -hmm. which I'm relaunching again. It is cringy, but you know what? It's also... It's like, I'm so proud of that version. Yes, yes, absolutely. Again, it goes back to the do it messy. The permission slip. Taking the, yeah, taking taking that permission slip and just do it messy. And you just learn. And you weren't so hard on yourself that you stopped. You were just like, or maybe the ring light. Okay, well, let me try it this way. And sometimes where because I do I hear just better with my headphones, but everyone else looks so their hair looks so much better with that. And I'm like, I should really I guess I should get the the earbuds. I don't know. They never stay in my ears. Uh, It's just this makes me feel I don't know a little more official, but it does work. And it keeps all all my noise out. But we didn't stop. That's the best part about it. We didn't beat ourselves up. We took whatever observations that people would share and that's fine. Nothing was personal. And you're you're an excellent example of follow your heart. And whatever it is, the expiration date, Mm. it does have it. And so listen to it as opposed to staying in the label. You mentioned something really important. And I feel like it's it's really something we have to underscore, which is You have to learn how to be kind to yourself. And this is something Mm -hmm. I learned from Mel Robbins, the power Mm -hmm. of having that self-compassion and grace and just being willing to forgive yourself and keep going. Mm -hmm. That's the secret to success. And that's something I've been really working on with myself because I'll have things come up that I'm like, I thought I was past this. You know, I thought I'd grown past this, Mm -hmm. but you know what? I'm like, you know what? Constantly learning and growing. Let me just be kind to myself and love myself through the process and keep going. Just take nothing else from the podcast. Take that. Just learn how to forgive yourself, show yourself compassion and continue to move forward. And you will literally achieve anything that you dream of. I love that. And I will make, I'll end on one funny little story. So my grandson is 15 months and this kid is his greatest own hype person because he gives himself a round of applause for everything he does. And the videos obviously are just precious, but it just for me, like I'm like, I got to start giving myself a round of applause. We have to give the high five, pat yourself on the back, give it there. You go, girl. You absolutely, Mm -hmm. you do it. And it really just changes. And so be kind, be more than kind. Hype it. Hype yourself up. Yeah. (laughs) Put a a picture of your your younger self on the mirror as well, especially if you struggle with like negative self-talk. And use that as a way of being like, what do you speak this way to your younger self? But it's so true. Learning how to be your own hype man, especially in the entrepreneurial journey when it's lonely and you don't have a lot of accountability or people being like, hey, good job. It's important. It really is, especially for someone like myself. So learning how to celebrate the small wins and be my own champion is huge. 
It's a win. It's a win. It's a win. I can't wait to see everything that 2024 is just going to shower on you, my friend. Thank you. And likewise, I feel like we're both on a precipice of big change. I know you've been thinking about. Yes. Yep. There's going to be. I'm going to hit the digital. I'm going to hit the digital. Yeah, you are. The digital world. I am. Anybody. Again, you could do anything. And not, you know, what? I don't have to drive an hour in each direction. Right. <laughs> sign sign me up, please. Of course. And still be creative and still and still. And it's and yes, it's different, especially for people in my age band where, you know, you're only used to trading your time for money. Thankfully, we're alive at this time with this technology. So dream and dream big is what I say. Yeah, 2024 is all of our years, as long as we start taking the action towards it. So mm. maybe in a year, me and you should jump on this podcast one more time. And all do right. We can, be, we can be like, you know, where was she? And where, like, who is she? How many pillars does this girl have? Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, website, courses, where do you hang? Talk to me. Yeah, and it's me. Steph, S-T-E-F. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Instagram, Steph.Pinsley, and then StephPinsley.com, S-T-E-F-P-I-N-S-L-E-Y. Yeah, I'll send you the link for the Career Pivot Playbook, the waitlist for Path to Purpose. Thank you for being my hype man. Thank you for having me on the show. Again, this is honestly like one of my favorite conversations. I love seeing the way you've grown. I love the conversations we have. So thank you so much for your support and for inviting me back on the show. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure I'm not alone. They're all going to be like, okay, where's that other staff? What is she doing now? (laughs) Yes, 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 I know. And it's only going to be great things. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to this episode. We're going to play those numbers. It's number 132. And she was originally episode 32. Yeah, there's a lot there. It's the universe conspiring for us, I do believe. And I want to see those comments, joyfoundhere.com. Of course, thank you, five-star reviews. I only bring you five-star guests. I appreciate that. And all of your support. Listen, plenty of time to get started. Who cares what the calendar says? Like, today's a really good day. Mm -hmm. Why not? And why not you? All right, be well until next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.